I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Doctor has been journeying across our TV screens since the early 60s, and as a result, there are few properties out there with the fanbase as passionate as Doctor Who's, and these fans certainly have a lot to talk about. From off-camera friction to major canon shakeups, Doctor Who's history is riddled with controversial moments, and with the show unlikely to be ending anytime soon, there are definitely more to come, too. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are the 10 biggest controversies in Doctor Doctor Who history. 10. Stephen Moffat fires his executive producer. Series 7B was a weird time for Doctor Who. While still entertaining, there's something that feels a little bit off about this particular run of episodes, especially when compared to showrunner Stephen Moffat's first two series in charge. Around this time, it's said that Moffat was extremely overworked and tired, pouring all of his creative energy into the show's 50th anniversary celebrations, while also focusing on the third series of Sherlock. This, alongside a few other factors, like Doctor Who being moved to a brand new studio during the production of the series, and a script for Nightmare in Silver being literally left in a taxi by an actress added to his stress levels, and is likely why 7B feels like it lacks a little bit of that extra moth magic. But perhaps the biggest issue around this time was the falling out that Moffat had with Caroline Skinner, who was Doctor Who's executive producer. The pair reportedly had a massive bust-up at a party hosted by the BBC, with Moffat yelling, You are erased from Doctor Doctor Who. This is supposedly what led to Skinner's surprising early departure from the show after just one series. It's not exactly known why Moffat and Skinner were at odds, but the fact that its two driving creative minds didn't get along explains why 7B feels a bit unloved. 9. The Violence of the Colin Baker Era Colin Baker's sixth Doctor isn't exactly at the top of the pile when it comes to fan adoration, but more specifically, an issue that's often brought up in relation to his era is its violence. In Baker's debut serial, he strangles his companion, Perry Brown. In Attack of the Cybermen, Lytton's hands are crushed into a bloody mess by the titular villains, and in Vengeance on Varos, the Doctor appears totally fine after causing two guards to fall into an acid bath and die horribly. Then in The Two Doctors, he suffocates Shockeye after ambushing him in the woods. Now there's always been violence on Doctor Who, but it stood out during Baker's era because his Doctor had an almost nonchalant attitude towards it. Forgive me if I don't join you. And while there are those who defend it, there's no escaping the fact that it is very controversial. 
8. Peter Davison's Jodie Whittaker Comments Jodie Whittaker was announced as the 13th Doctor in July of 2017, and officially replaced Peter Capaldi at the end of that same year. As is always the case when a new Doctor is announced, the reaction was all over the place, but the comments that drew the most heat were the ones made by the 5th Doctor, Peter Davison. Shortly after Whittaker's casting was announced, Davison stated that changing the Doctor to a woman was a loss of a role model for boys. He also said that he liked the idea of the Doctor as a male. As you might expect, the former Time Lord was met with a swift and vocal backlash once his comments started doing the rounds, with many people calling him sexist. Even Colin Baker spoke out against Davison, telling him he was talking rubbish. This public firestorm eventually resulted in Davison leaving Twitter, and to this day, he hasn't sent out a single tweet since July of 2017. To be fair, we must also remember the things that Davison said in support of Whittaker 2. He called her a terrific actress who he thought would do a wonderful job, but because those quotes didn't make a juicy headline, most outlets just ran with the negative bit and ignored the rest. 7. Graham Norton Ruins Doctor Who Twice the 2005 revival of Doctor Who was a huge moment for British TV in many ways. Not everyone was confident that it would work, but there was still plenty of excitement. So, imagine the confusion and horror on the faces of the British public, not to mention the hard-working cast and crew who'd toiled away to make the show great, when the first episode was rudely interrupted by Graham Norton. A few minutes into Rose, there's a scene where Billy Piper's title character is being stalked by the Autons in a department store. During the initial 2005 broadcast of the episode, sound from a Norton-hosted BBC3 programme was accidentally played over this moment, spoiling the tense atmosphere and annoying viewers who were just starting to get sucked in to this all-new Doctor Who. So far, I'm on the main out there. Understandably, there were a lot of complaints, but bizarrely, this wouldn't be the last time that Norton barged into a pivotal moment of the show. Just five years later, an animated banner for the talent show Over the Rainbow, which was hosted by Norton, was placed right over Matt Smith's face during the cliffhanger of The Time of Angels. Nice. 6. Doctor Who Series 11 is too political while it performed well from a ratings perspective, the 11th series of Doctor Who, the first to star Jodie Whittaker, is arguably the weakest in the modern era of the show. The quality of the writing left a lot to be desired. Companions Ryan and Yaz weren't given much to do, and the finale was so underwhelming that many people didn't even know it was a finale. But quality aside, a vocal portion of the fanbase criticised the series for its supposed preachy political messaging. Episodes where the Doctor encounters civil rights activist Rosa Parks, and another revolving around the partition of India were singled out as major examples of this issue. While there's no denying that some of the hate towards Series 11 was just out-and-out out trolling, it's also true that some fans genuinely felt that the show's political messaging, which has always been present, had been brought to the forefront a bit too much, and was detracting from the sci-fi escapism that people generally want from Doctor Who. 5. Christopher Eccleston's Complicated Departure while we've grown accustomed to Doctor Who's stars exiting the show under amicable circumstances, it's not always a smooth transition from one Time Lord to the next. Christopher Eccleston played the character for a sole series, and while his episodes are a joy to watch, things apparently weren't so peachy once the cameras stopped rolling. Over the years, the actor hasn't been coy in sharing details about how nightmarish his time on the show actually was. He said that he didn't enjoy working with showrunner Russell T Davies, and that he lost faith in his superiors. He also said that he didn't like the culture that was built around the series, and has even accused the BBC of putting him on a blacklist, which almost destroyed his career. 
4. The Talons of Wang Chiang's Representation of Asian Characters The Talons of Wang Chiang is widely regarded as one of Tom Baker's greatest stories, with Robert Holmes' sharp script among his finest Doctor Who contributions. And yet, despite this goodwill, the serial is also heavily criticised for being fundamentally and blatantly racist. While the series gets a lot of things right, it isn't exactly sensitive or tactful in its handling of Asian characters, using a whole host of racist language that I won't repeat here. But maybe the biggest problem that people bring up when discussing Talons' racism is its use of what has been termed yellow face. The character of Chang is actually played by a white actor, John Bennett, whose face has been fitted with prosthetics to make him look Chinese. Eesh. 3. The John Nathan Turner Sex Scandal John Nathan Turner ran Doctor Who throughout the entirety of the 1980s, overseeing the show from the end of Tom Baker's tenure to its cancellation in 1989. But Nathan Turner, who passed away in 2002, was at the centre of another big controversy in 2013, when a former Doctor Who magazine writer accused him of having made sexual advances towards underage fans. In an interview with Starburst, Richard Marson said that Nathan Turner tried to get a bit frisky with him, at a time when Marson was just 17 years old, four years below the homosexual age of consent in the 1980s. While Marston was also careful to specify that he didn't believe Nathan Turner was predatory, this story emerged at a time when the world was still reeling from the Jimmy Savile sex scandal, and as a result was taken extremely seriously by the BBC, who launched a full-scale investigation into the matter. 2. Chris Chibnall Rewrites the Doctor's Backstory Because we are still so close to the blast radius, this one might feel like a bigger controversy than it actually is. That being said, there's no denying that the events of Series 12's The Timeless Children sent shockwaves through Who fandom. The recent Chris Chibnall-penned finale revealed that the Doctor isn't just an ordinary Time Lord who stole a magic box and ran away, she's actually the Timeless Child, a being with the ability to regenerate infinitely. As a result, isn't technically the 13th Doctor, and William Hartnell isn't technically the first. The character has had countless other faces across her lifetime. In addition, Chibnall revealed that the Timeless Child's DNA is what gave Time Lords their regeneration powers, meaning that the Doctor is basically a god, responsible for the creation of the Time Lords as we know them. The decision to completely rewrite Doctor Who history was certainly a bold one, but the majority of fans weren't exactly supportive of the change. Proving how controversial the twist was, it was even criticised by two former Doctor Who creatives. Classic-era script editor Andrew Cartmel said that it depletes the mystery of the show, while Russell T Davies tweeted a subtle jab during a rewatch of Journey's End, right at the moment where the Doctor and his allies save the day. We'll just have to wait and see how Chibnall plans to deal with the aftermath of the Timeless Children in Series 13, but for now, this huge canon alteration has a big chunk of the Doctor Who fandom up in arms. 1. The Hiatus and 1989 Cancellation while Doctor Who isn't exactly firing on all cylinders as of late, it's at least still on the air. As we've already discussed, the Colin Baker era of the show is very divisive, and even though this period has its fans, it set the show on a downturn that resulted in an 18-month hiatus and eventually a full-on cancellation. The hiatus was put into effect by Michael Grade, who absolutely hated classic Who. He thought that it looked cheap when compared to cinematic sci-fi like
like E.T. and Star Wars and recently called it garbage in a 2019 interview. But the biggest, most controversial dump that the BBC took on Doctor Who came in 1989, when they just cancelled it outright. This was easily the most turbulent time in the show's history. After all, cancellation is the worst thing that can happen to a TV programme. Still, on the plus side, the cancellation did lead to 2005's stellar revival. But considering that the Sylvester McCoy years were an improvement over Baker's and Doctor Who was still massively popular, there's never been a more upsetting time to be a fan of the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.